this is Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Okie dokie. Well, we are in Luke 12 verses 4 through 7 today. And it says, I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have nothing more that they can do. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. When we think of someone killing us, <laughs> that, that is a really scary thought, right? We have this survival and self-preservation aspect to us that God created in us. Yet, Jesus reminds us that after our flesh is dead, there's still an afterlife, While fellow mankind can kill our bodies, they can't affect what happens to our spirit afterwards, but God can. Now, in light of the fact that where we spend eternity is far more important than how we die here on earth, we should not have a fear of those who can harm our body because that really is the extent of their ability. Now, before we move on, I do think it's important to note that Jesus is not saying to walk around town like you're untouchable simply because you're saved and that you know your eternity is secure in him. He does give us wisdom and we should walk in it, being cautious when necessary. But if a time comes when persecution becomes physical and you're in a position of, you know, either having to recant or dying firm in your faith, then you can remember that after that death comes eternal life in Christ and you can be encouraged and strengthened to indeed stand firm in your faith to the very end. God knows his children, even down to the number of hairs on their head. Now, the average person has between 90,000 and 140,000 strands of hair on their head. And no matter how much hair you have on your head, God knows the exact number. Now, when you lose a hair, God knows. When your physical safety is in question, God knows and He cares. And God may not always choose to rescue you physically in every single circumstance, but if you're His sealed with the Holy Spirit on the day of your salvation, then you can rest assured that your spirit is safe in his hands. Right when Jesus was about to die as he was hanging on the cross, he said in Luke 23, 46, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. He trusted his father to raise him from the dead and yielded his spirit to him. Through Christ's sacrifice, we too have become children of God, and we can trust our spirits to Him too, 
whenever and however our earthly physical death comes. And know that whatever your eventual death looks like, you know, you may die of old age, you may die a martyr, we just don't know. But Psalm 115, 16 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. My precious sibling in Christ, when you die, you will forevermore be with God in his presence, and he will have you with him as the reward that he died to redeem. Now this phrase, do not fear, um, which also in, in some aspects of the Bible, it says fear not or do not be afraid. But that concept of not fearing appears 365 times in the Bible. Within 365 days in the year, you could read one of those a day and you would always be reminded of this admonition to not fear. Now we know from 1 John 4, 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And as a follower of Jesus, you have love dwelling inside of you because God is love, just as it says in 1 John 4, 8. Now we know as Christians that we will face persecution because Jesus warned us of that cost of following him. When he told us in John 15, 20, remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And then Paul again, reminded of that same thing when he wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy three twelve, saying, indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But we also know just as the church in Smyrna was admonished and encouraged with in Revelation 2, verses 10 and 11, when it said, Do not be afraid what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. So the question becomes, we know we're not supposed to fear, but how do we put that in action? The answer is abiding in Jesus daily. That's the way in which we can obey that command to not fear. We know that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world because 1 John 4, 4 tells us that. So as we grow in our relationship with God and we're reminded of how great God is, we won't fear the people and the circumstances that we will face in life, no matter how bad or no matter how bad the outcome. Now, I'll leave you with this quote by Charles Spurgeon, because it really kind of drives that point that it's abiding in Jesus that is going to enable us to not fear and to stand strong. This quote is, He who comes forth fresh from beholding the face of God will never fear the face of man.
for blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that is Crystal with a K.